0: Exceptional Extraordinary Phenomenal Outstanding It's the K105 High Five of the Day Presented by Indiana Tech And today I had to give props to my son Joe I don't like to usually do this But thought it was high five worthy for sure He and his fiance Hosted their first ever Thanksgiving last week And he told me Even before dinner started That after dinner Whatever leftovers he had over He wanted to make sure he took them to the homeless. Well, he picked a place where some people were gathered after dinner and dropped off four full pans of food. Very proud papa moments. My son Joe gets today's K105 High Five of the Day presented by Indiana Tech. Well, let's flashback to Thanksgiving dinner just for a moment, okay? (laughs) What if one of your guests can't eat or drink certain things? Okay, is it up? to the host on Thanksgiving to provide special diet restriction items or is it up to the person for dinner? Brenda, thoughts on this? For one, that depends on their restriction. If they're diabetic, bring your own drink or be careful what you watch if you need to watch your diet. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're an allergic to something that will kill you, uh, for instance, I had an ex that was allergic to pineapple and coconut. We put ham on our pineapple oh. for family get-togethers. I forgot and wound up taking him to the hospital. Oh. The next year, my aunt made a special ham without pineapple. So, honestly, it, it really all depends on the person okay. and if it can kill you or not. <laughs> what do you think? You know, if you're hosting it and, like, it's your kid, even if it's your adult kid, you're still going to know what their tastes are, their allergic stuff yeah. is. Uh-huh. But, however, if you're just a guest, you know, a friend or a boyfriend, girlfriend somewhere, then. That's your job to take care of, not the host's job. And you have some kind of an example? Yeah, if you want non-dairy macaroni and cheese, don't even show up at my house. (laughs) My wife and I have a friend that always talks about how sexy it is the way her husband drives. Okay, She says you can tell a lot about somebody by the way they use the steering wheel. Okay, Does the person let the wheel slide back through their hands after a turn? How they hold the wheel, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Okay, is it sexy the way your partner drives, and why, Alan? It scares the bejeebas out of me. <laughs> why is that? Well, she says too close to the steering wheel. She's got her hands on six or nine and three, and it's like it's even worse when she's a passenger. Why is that? Because it's like she's going to get me in an accident. Oh my God, watch out! <laughs> so. Your partner, not sexy while she drives. Not in the least. Just the driving part. Otherwise, she's yeah, she's all good for me. I wanted to see if you thought your partner was a sexy driver or not. Dominique? Absolutely not. She rides up on people. She's impatient, and she thinks she's a race car driver. Oh, really? She does. Now, do you think you're a sexy driver? Probably not to her. <laughs> Over the holiday weekend... Uh, we were doing some driving, and, and I passed up a manufactured home being hauled on the highway, and said, "Man, there is no way I would want that job." First, from a safety reason, and then just that you're that you're hauling somebody's house, basically. That, along with a car hauler or a window washer for high-rise buildings, are three jobs I would not want. Tell me a job that you. Would not want. I'll get you qualified for tickets to the La chic Holiday Market. Brenda, what's that job for you? The job that my sister just got. What is it? Removal of dead bodies. What? And you get a bonus per body you remove. From where? I don't know. From accidents and stuff like that. Oh, dead bodies! And I'm going. Oh my God! No. Oh yeah, that's not a job anybody would want. What don't you want? What job, Sally? a pot cleaner. Oh yeah. That's not, oh, nasty. Yes. Tweet, 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 tweet. Here comes something you're going to want to retweet. So follow along and don't forget the hashtag. It's Twits on Twitter with Dan Austin. On K105. Actual tweets from people that may be a little bit twisted, or maybe it's the people they're tweeting about. You be the judge. We begin with this. My cousin once told me that when you're not looking, the Statue of Liberty would switch hands. I believed it for a long time. Hashtag, I'm dumb. Tweet two. The devil has five letters. And so does weed. If you don't think the devil is weed, you need Jesus. And apparently, the tweeter needs a spelling class. And finally, this one. I used to think when handicapped parking spaces said $250, fine. It meant if you pay $250, okay, fine. You can park there. If you know of a tweet that qualifies as a twit on Twitter, please don't do that. Please just let me know. Tweet me, at DanAustinK105. Okay, it's not snowing now, but at some point it's going to. And we're going to have snowplows riding around town. Wouldn't it be cool if they all had different cool names? Kind of like they did in Vermont. They had a bunch of kids submit names, and they picked the best ones for the snowplows that are going to be in town, like Captain Snowmerica. Snowy gone, Kenobi. Some cool ones in there. How about uh, Jennifer Snowpez? That's what I'm looking for this afternoon. Give me a creative name for a snow plow in Indiana at four four seven K one zero five, and I'll get you qualified for four tickets to the Lake Chic Holiday Market going on this Friday and Saturday. Brent, what you got, man? No shame. Snow shame. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Brandy, what's the name? Nomagetti snow that just that's fierce. <laughs> Don't want to follow that thing around the neighborhood, do we? All right, uh, let's see what we got here. Uh, Ashley, what did you and Trevor come up with? Frostbite. Frostbite, that's a cool name for a snowplow, I like that. All right, a couple more here, uh, 447K105. And Cindy, what would you come up with for the name of a snowplow in Indiana? Snow days. Oh, we'd love one of those, wouldn't we? The kids do. We should have a snowplow named e-learning, shouldn't we? Yeah, that would be good. <laughs> that seems to be the way we're going anymore. All right, uh, Marlene, finish this up. What's the name of your snowplow? Indiana Snow Jones. Oh, should I play the music? Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we don't want a giant snowball following Indiana Snow Jones, though, do we? Not really. <laughs> country music meets Jurassic Park. Well, not quite. But a dinosaur and a country star are about to join forces. My wife brought this up to me the other day, and she said, you know what? Whenever I hear that Chris Stapleton song, You Should Probably Leave, there's a part in there that sounds like the Barney song, I Love You. I know, you're shocked right now. You're going, no way. I was the same way until I listened to it. What do you think? Chris Stapleton, You Should Probably Leave, Barney the Dinosaur, I Love You you love me every time i hear it now right michelle it sure does sound exactly like that i don't know if it's exactly but i hear it now all the time (laughs) now that you said it and you actually played it like that oh my lord (laughs) (laughs) you're never going to hear that song the same way again are you no all right four four seven k105 tell me i'm a liar i mean i would have never put the two together (laughs) until you pointed it out but now i can't unhear it (laughs) <laughs> You're welcome. So, every time I hear that song now, I'm gonna just break out singing Barney. <laughs> I feel so so sorry for Chris Stapleton. I didn't mean to do this to him. <laughs> Should feel sorry for me now. <laughs> Jeff, uh do you think they kind of sound similar, but you had a a bit of a reaction when I played Barney and your eye started to twitch? Yeah, when I heard Barney, my eye kinda did that a little bit because <laughs> you know, my oldest daughter was right in the thick of Barney and I listened to that so much. (laughs) (laughs) And it will give me like this flashback and I'm pretty sure my eye was doing that. (laughs) And Fred, you kind of had the same reaction when you heard me talking about or playing Barney. Oh my God. I just walked out (laughs) in the shop here and I heard that and (laughs) me and my wife hate Barney. (laughs) That was something our son was into back in the day. And it's like, Oh. exceptional extraordinary phenomenal outstanding it's the k105 high five of the day presented by indiana tech and today it goes out to a guy in utah that wanted to bring thanksgiving to people that were working the holiday josh downs got together with 70 donors that allowed him and his friends to visit 40 different gas stations and give them a pie and a 100 hundred dollar gift card Now, it's a continuation of something he started last year after starting a conversation with someone working at a gas station that offered to work because she couldn't be with her family, so she wanted to make sure other employees could be with theirs. Well, Josh thought that was pretty cool. He went home, got a plate of food, and brought it back to her, and this year it expanded into what he did so josh you get today's k105 high five of the day home is probably the place you would wear these new pajamas because you wouldn't be able to go anywhere else with them i don't know if you saw this or not but rihanna you know the singer she's got a new set of pajamas for sale that you can get for 50 bucks okay these pajamas might be a little different than the ones you're used to though because there's a big opening where your butt goes Yes, a little air conditioning built in. Don't know if they're very suitable for the winter because, yeah, there's a big opening back there. So at 447K105, I'd like to ask you, not if you would wear these, what's the strangest or most unique PJs that you own? Maybe you have a pair of these where there is no butt. 447K105, the strangest or most unique pajamas you own. Oh, I own all the onesies that you could possibly imagine. I have all of them. Do you have a small sample, like a specific pattern on them, or what? I have one for, like, each holiday. And then I have a few that are just, like, matching set, cute, comfy wear around the house. I really like onesies. They're great. What was the most unique pair of PJs that you own, Becky? I have a one-piece PJ outfit with a Christmas motif on it, but it has uh, mistletoe on the hood. Oh, okay. So whoever you're around gets a big old smooch, huh? That's right. Okay. K105, hello. It's Dan. It is the first day of December, so I got to know, what are you looking forward to this month? And you cannot say Christmas, Christmas Eve, or New Year's Eve. Okay. Anything else goes at 447-K105. Your plans for the month of December, what are you looking forward to? Hunter, what are you excited for? A Santa Claus event at my work. Oh, what's going on there? Um, I work at a, a dog facility, um, and we have Santa Claus come in, and we get pictures with the dogs. Sweet. Can you say what the facility is? or Zach's Pet Services. All right. In Roanoke. Uh, in Roanoke. Excellent. Well, Hunter, thanks for the call. What are you looking forward to, uh, Jamie? Apparently, something pretty cool on your agenda, huh? Uh, we get a week off paid on the last week of December, so I get to spend time with my kids when they're on break. A week okay. off, huh? Yep, and paid. Dang! Yeah, I'm excited. It's the first day of December. What are you looking forward to this month? And Amanda, you got something pretty special happening, huh? Between now and the 13th, I will have my baby. Whoa, no kidding. (laughs) Yes. Well, congratulations. (laughs) Is this going to be your first, or...? No, this is number three. I've got a 13-year-old boy, a 4-year-old girl, and then this one's going to be a little girl also. Aw, well, hey, congratulations. Enjoy. Thank you. I'm ready. And Steve, uh, one day this month, you and your wife are going to be celebrating your anniversary, huh? I can't remember which. Oh, man, you can't do that. <laughs> uh, I, I, I know how many years we've been married. <laughs> Yeah, but, sixteen years. Yeah, but unless you have the date, man. The other 364 days are wrong. <laughs> Three of the most popular pet names of 2021, according to the website Rover.com, were Fauci, Bozeman, after Chadwick Bozeman, the actor, and Zoom after the video conferencing service. So when I said if you call a Zoom meeting, does that mean you know you're you're conversating with your dog? Well, yes, it could be. But the Zoom name got me wondering if you've ever named your pet. After a thing I wanted to see what you've named Your pets after, and what is it, Bob? My dog's name, his real name is International Harvester, we call him Harvey For short. <laughs> That's great Because we like the red tractors Naming pets after things And what is the thing you named your pets after, Kazetta? Stony. And there's a reason behind it What is that? Um, when he was a puppy He used to take stones And he'd toss them up and catch them in his mouth Ooh, he's got some tough teeth There, I guess. Yeah my husband's a mechanic, and so we, we started naming our dogs after car parts. Oh, so we, that's cool. Yeah, so we've had Isky after the camshaft, Holly after the carburetor, Shelby after the Mustang, but I put my foot down when he wanted to name it hooker after the headers. <laughs> <laughs> Yours was named after a living thing, right, Joanna? So our first pet 20 years ago for my son was named Casey. Was that after the cash cow? Yes.
1: Was it In really? Black
0: and white border collie. We had just left the KFC Pizza Hut parking lot on Getz and Covington. Yeah. And Casey gave him an envelope and he got a ten dollar gift card. So when he went and picked the puppy out and pick her up, he named her Casey Cash Cow. Exceptional. Extraordinary. Phenomenal. Outstanding. It's the K one oh five High Five of the Day. <laughs> Presented by Indiana Tech today, my K one oh five high five is for parking violations for a great cause. I'll explain. New Mexico State is giving students a break this week by waiving unpaid tickets from campus if they drop off five jars of peanut butter for the local food pantry. Just their way of giving back and giving kids a chance to redeem themselves a little bit. The university also has plans to do it again in the spring. So New Mexico State, you get today's K105 high five of the day. Presented by Indiana Tech. Underrated Christmas movies. I think one of the most underrated that gives gets no love each and every year, Tim Allen's original The Santa Claus. Okay, They did The Santa Claus 2 and The Santa Claus 3, but the first one was the best, as is the case with many movies, right? But it's it's never in a top 10 list anywhere that I see. There's another one that I think of as well, but I want to see what you have at 447K105. Underrated Christmas movie, which is yours? Well, I don't know if it's underrated, but it's pretty funny. Four Christmases. That's a good one with uh, Vince Vaughn and yeah. Reese Witherspoon. That is a good movie. Yes, Tim McGraw, I like it. Yeah, that's right. Tim is in that one. I, I would say that movie does, it flies under the radar. I would definitely say that's underrated. Yep, I agree. All right, 447-K105. Four, four, so we got The Santa Claus with Tim Allen. We've got Four Christmases, Vince Vaughn, Reese Witherspoon. Uh, Brenda, what's your pick for the most underrated Christmas movie? The Family Stone. I don't know if I've ever seen that one. Who's in it? Uh, Luke Wilson, Sarah Jessica Parker, um, I think it's Diane Keaton. What's the synopsis in a nutshell? Uh, just a crazy family at Christmas time, and then they all they lose their mom at the end of it. Well, thanks for spoiling it for the rest of us. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's one I'm thinking of, and it's not uh, it's not Christmas with the Cranks, although that's another one that flies under the radar. Again, another Tim Allen and Jamie Lee Curtis movie. She kind of gets on my nerves a little bit in the movie, but I bypass it because I like Tim Allen. So if you get the chance, Christmas with the Cranks. But there's still one, Jackie. What do you What do you got for me? I think Jingle All the Way with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Cindy. Yes, that's the one I was going to mention. It is. Yeah, it's hilarious. I love it. It gets no love, and it's it's one of those ones that y- you find it, and all of a sudden you gotta pay for it. I'm like, wait a minute, come on. Yeah, <laughs> that's the best part. Yeah, if you get a chance, check out Jingle All the Way. They're looking for a Christmas toy that everybody wants. There's only one left. We're talking about the uh, the facts of life, and different strokes are getting uh, reenacted next week on the Jimmy Kimmel series, live in front of a studio audience. He's done the Jeffersons and all the family and Good Times, replacing them with current actors with episodes that originally aired like. 30 40 years ago and this time it's different strokes in the facts of life so they're replacing actors with new actors so i thought we would replace the the thing the theme song singers with you brandy let's hear the facts of life there's a place you want to know about the things you need to go (laughs) (laughs) are you are you drinking (laughs) i am (laughs) Uh, well well, that should be helping all right and then the facts of life the facts of life (laughs) the fact (laughs) Okay, they better stick with their original singer (laughs) Victoria let's hear different strokes now the world don't move to the beat of just one drum what might be right for you may not be right for some that's all I got (laughs) (laughs) that's good yeah the auditions are going strong (laughs) like oh crap K105 it's Dan and you may have heard the news there's a lockout in Major League Baseball Yep. Happened last night, just after midnight, but we're not going to focus on baseball, getting all the negotiations and all that. I want to focus on lockouts. All I want to know from you is about the time you got locked out of somewhere, your car, your house, your job. Now you got locked out of your job, Linda, because you got locked in, I guess is how you explain it the old Ats ice cream parlor over at North Anthony. Tell us what happened. Went into the walk-in to get ice cream and nobody showed me how to get out of the walk-in. Oh, no. How long were you in there? I was locked in the walk-in, and it has a a pole with a circular knob, and I was turning it, trying to get out, and I couldn't get out to get back into the restaurant and ice cream shop until I was exasperated. I was in there, I don't know, five, ten minutes probably. I'm beating on the door, and I finally leaned forward, and I pushed on the walk-in door and the door opened oh, oh my god <laughs> i think i was like 18 years old i'm 58 now well at least you learned a life lesson and now she answers to the name elsa we're talking about the time you got locked out of somewhere where was it judy i got locked out of my truck at the tractor supply and my two-year-old granddaughter was locked inside oh my and god. couldn't unlock the door So what happened? You had to call somebody to Jimmy the Lock or what? Well, we went in the store and I got the back window flipped out and I tried to even break it and I couldn't, but it flipped out and some guy got something and reached in and was able to hit the power button and roll the window down for me to get into my truck. She still lets me hear about it. Britney Spears, believe it or not, turns 40 years old today. I know, 40 years old Britney Spears. Time has flown by. But to celebrate not only her birthday today and celebrate her freedom, because she's finally free after all these years, tell me which one of these Britney songs describes you. Three different choices. Crazy, Oops, I Did It Again, or toxic? I would have to say toxic, because that is what I really attract in life, is toxic people. Oh, gee. I may be a bit crazy as well, and oops, I did it again could definitely refer to the fact that I somehow always managed to get back with ex-boyfriends, but I would have to go with toxic for now. <laughs> Almost got the trifecta working there. Which one is you, Amber? I'm going to have to say, oops, I did it again. How come? I'm constantly doing stupid things like i hit my hand on the table you know like because i'm talking and i use my hands to express what i'm talking about and i hit my hand on the table and i say out and shake the opposite hand (laughs) (laughs) exceptional extraordinary phenomenal outstanding it's the k105 high five of the day (laughs) And I've got 17 of them today, presented by Indiana Tech. 17 friends in Colorado that all got together for breakfast at a local restaurant. Every one of them was instructed to bring a $100 bill with them for something they named Shock and Claws. It's where they pay for their meal and leave the rest as a tip for their server. They've been doing this for a while. I guess it's a tradition. This time around, the bill was $200. So the waitress got a $1,500 tip. Now, apparently she and her husband hit a rough patch recently, and she told them that this restored her faith in humanity. They had no idea of the waitress's situation. It just happened. That's how it worked out. The friends are now challenging you and your friends to get together and do the same type of thing. Very cool and 17 high fives of the day. Looking for the tallest Christmas tree from anybody listening right now. At 447K105 last night, New York's Rockefeller Center tree, 79 feet tall. We got one earlier today, nine and a half feet tall. What do you got for me, Amy? How big? Well, we probably don't have the tallest, but we just got a 9-foot Alexa tree. So it's pretty cool because she does all the work for us. I didn't even know they had Alexa trees. Is that like a new thing this year? It's new through Amazon. So, yep, we tell her to turn it on, turn it off. What color we want it? So pretty cool. The person listening that's got the tallest Christmas tree. Where is it coming from, Maya? Is it you? What's the size of yours? Eleven foot two. Whoa! Did you cut that down, Maya? No, we went and got it. Eleven foot two, man. Are you going to put the uh, the tree topper on that thing? Yeah. Okay, that's the top so far. Navia, what do you got for me? Okay, so it's probably not the biggest but it's got a pretty cool background story. Okay. So I'd say it's probably like seven and a half feet, but it's my dream Christmas tree, and I'm a freshman in college, and I found it on the side of the road. And it's in our college dorm, and it takes up basically the whole dorm. <laughs> of course it does. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, have, <laughs> so have you decorated it yet, or is it just just sitting there? Oh, no, it's full-blown decorated. All right. Well, you saved a little tree from the side of the road. That's cool. <laughs> It's dan austin happy friday to you and you may have heard this the home alone house from the movie kevin McAllister, the whole McAllister family in illinois it's an airbnb for one night only not kidding 25 bucks in a charitable donation could win your way in but let's say this let's say you did win you were able to stay there for one night what would be the first thing you would do i mean you probably watch that movie and you go oh i want to I'd like to slide down the banister of that big house, or I'd like to what? The first thing I would do if I got into that house, I would jump on the master bedroom, the bed. Oh my God, I would so do that. I'd be a kid again. (laughs) Just like a little kid. Hey, that's what we want. 447-K105, you're checking into the Home Alone house. What would be the first thing you would do, Linda? I would order pizza. The tricky question here is, would you pay for it? Yes (laughs) Yes I would What would be the first thing you did When you went in that house Brandy I think I would just walk in and scream Kevin You got to right Yeah I mean why not Let's hear you well let's do it now Let's practice Brandy Oh okay Kevin Yeah All right. (laughs) Exceptional Extraordinary Phenomenal Outstanding It's the K105 High Five of the Day Presented by Indiana Tech, I got a couple of high fives today. First of all, 15-month-old pooch Lotus, who was adopted from Humane, Fort Wayne last summer and is now the newest member of the Sheriff's Department after she graduated from canine training as a school resource officer this morning. The Belgian Malinois mix will serve Northwest Allen County Schools as a resource dog Able to search and detect any contraband and keep kids safe. Just tell us how this whole process started. My friend and executive director of Humane Fort Wayne, Jessica Henry. Lotus arrived from Louisiana on July 21st, and she was adopted by the sheriff's department on July 26th. So how proud are you over Humane Fort Wayne? Well, you know, we, we know all of our dogs are pretty fantastic, but this one takes the cake. And she gets today's K105 high paw of the day. Second one is for the Memphis Grizzlies basketball team. Last night, they broke a 30-year-old NBA record by outscoring the Oklahoma City Thunder by 73 points. Yes, this is real. Final score, 152-79. to 17 of those 152 points were scored by Mastodon graduate John Conchar. You got it. They get the other K105 high five. Of the day, presented by Indiana Tech. The Duncan commercial, I don't know if you've seen it or not, where Rap- Rapunzel pulls up her hair so that Flynn Rider cannot climb up. Well, I wanted you to change a fairy tale just like they did at Duncan. and what is your fairy tale of choice, Charlie? Snow White. Okay. Hey, I'm what would you change it to, Charlie? Uh, she will not eat that apple. She's a meat eater. She wants steak. <laughs> she wants steak instead? Sa- so she's, yeah. She's turning she it no down. Apple. She wants steak. <laughs> She's a stinking potato woman. The wish going to have a poison potato. If it's got eyes on it, don't eat it, Snow White. <laughs> give me your fairy tale of choice. What are you changing up, Amanda? What if Eric fell in the water from the little mermaid and he had to become the mermaid to live? Oh, I like that. Why should, why should she have to give up everything? Exactly. <laughs> make him make a sacrifice. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. She doesn't want to give up all of her Thingamabobs. Courtney, what story are you changing? The fairy tale is the Three Pigs and the Big Bad Wolf. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So the last pig decides, instead of making his house out of bricks, he's going to make it out of cotton. Okay. So so it ends where the last page you turn, the Big Bad Wolf is frying bacon and eggs. (laughs) (laughs) You killed the pigs off Courtney Yeah pigs (laughs) are yummy Podcasts by Federated Media